1041. My name is Nick Reed. I'd like everyone to feel welcome at this show. Feel safe. It's a safe space. It's not really a safe space at all, actually. Don Carricker, I want a great homeloan.com. If you want to make sure that you're taken care of when it comes to any home loan questions, needs, guiding you through that process, that can be very frightening, scary, especially as we continue to see the interest rates go up, up, up as. Uh, you know, the Treasury tries to do everything they can to suppress the the massive uh, inflation that we continue to see because of the Democrat economic policies. And so that means higher interest rates. And so a lot of people put the brakes on any plans that they have when it comes to buying a home. But before you make that decision, talk with one of the characters, Anthony Alex or Don Carricker, uh, because your particular circumstance may not be one in which... You should wait. Now, they're not probably going to tell you, here's what you should or shouldn't do necessarily, other than if you say, well, based on this, what would you do? But they're going to provide you the, the reality of what's going on and how things can change and, and whether or not that is uh, a decision that you should, uh, or you know, information that you should put into your decision-making on that. So point being is if it's something that you've thought about but you're a little worried now, uh, go to IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com. You can get some info there, including contact info for uh, Don, Alex, or Anthony Carricker. Uh, we got uh, Christy Fulnecki is with us today in studio. It is Thursday. Yes, it's it is Thursday. You. Good and, morning. Uh, and uh, you, I trust, had a good Halloween. Yes, it was very fun. Lots of candy. Yay! Oh, by the way, and, I actually oh. have information about an event that I got sent in Ooh. the mail. By a professor at MSU, kind of, sort of. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. And uh, I'm not going to say who he is because MSU is not necessarily the bastion of diversity of thought. And so (laughs) I I, I never know when people send me something. He'll probably get beaten up, so don't say his name, okay? Yeah, he'll he'll just find that his office is empty when he... Uh, but he had sent the second annual Honoring Our Veterans Pow Wow American Indian Center of Springfield and Missouri State University for Native American Heritage Month. That was a bit wordy. Yeah. But uh, he noted that this event has been absent for nine years. It is really? this. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. It's this Saturday, though you are, uh, I, I guess you're going to not even be in town. Yeah. Well, anyway, so others <laughs> That's okay. can. Others can. Yeah. But so people know it's at the Greenwood Laboratory School, and there's going to be all sorts of different tribes there. Comanche. Oh, really? Yeah, so oh, I should have read the yeah, flyer. I just uh, saw from, it. So uh, head man dancer Pat Tadua Nippa of Lawton, Oklahoma. He is uh, he's Comanche. He's going to be there. There's uh, got Ottawa, the Pon- uh, Ponca tribe. Uh, the uh, Sock and Fox, Pawnee, Potawatomi, oh. Osage. Uh, there is, it's open for anybody. It's dancing, singing, fry bread, free admission, 50 50 raffles. You can shop native vendors, concessions oh, available for what sale. Uh, it is, so it says 2 p.m. is the gourd dance, 4 30 p.m. is a dinner break, 6 p.m. is a grand entry. So I'm guessing just in the afternoon into the early evening. Um, Everyone, they ask, bring lawn chairs. 
No drugs yeah. or alcohol allowed, so you probably wouldn't have gone anywhere. Yeah, that doesn't help to the recovery of the <laughs> of my people. <laughs> uh, so, and it's in uh, in partner with Multicultural Resource Center, the College of Humanities, Public Affairs, and the Department of Sociology, Anthropology, and Drew Lewis Foundation. And all donations accepted at American Indian Center of Springfield at the Drew Lewis Foundation. But if people want more information, they can email Center one at gmail.com. We'll, we'll have to... Okay, and where is this? Where Where's the actual powwow? It, it's, I mean, is it's that on the campus? At the, yeah, it's at the Greenwood Laboratory School. So oh, I don't it's, know, at the, yeah. it's actually there. Okay. Yeah, if you haven't been to a powwow, it's pretty amazing, and the the outfits are cool. Cause then then when they have the open, I can't remember what it's called, but the um. See, there's the, there's color guard, then head singer, master ceremonies. Head, it, it it just kind of actually it doesn't. The open entry. Oh, what's it? Uh, I it, can't think of the gourd term. dance. No, it's something okay. after that, but I don't know when everybody can go and dance. Okay. Um. And so you can just get out so there like and start off. doing this. <laughs> dance off. <laughs> That's like the Minion movie. Have you seen that? <laughs> that dance off. No, um, I mean, it's pretty spectacular. And that would be a great thing to go to. Yeah. I, can't, I, I need so to call too. them. That's. Well, he did say that uh, I sent Christy one. Uh, it's always good to remind as, me about as things. As several Comanches will be there, he says. So yeah, thank you great. to this. Professor I know, that's over so there. cool, and I did get it. Um, the Federal Indian Center, I think there's only, that might be the only one in the state. There's either one, there might be one in Kansas City, but there's a Federal Indian Center to help Indians here in Springfield. Cool, very good. So anyway, yeah. I thought, oh, I'll keep that and bring it up while you're here. I know, well, that's just your, very Because your special. people specifically will be there. Yeah, that's great. All right, let's get the uh, latest update with Jason Ryman. Then also have an update. Uh, Sarah did a little research. There was the last week or the week before, uh, uh, of course, Carrie Lake running for governor in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And her opponent, somebody evidently, Katie Hobbs, uh, broke into her campaign headquarters. And yeah. immediately they blamed Carrie Lake. Yeah, right. Which she handled it as she does. She called a press conference and really whooped them all. She's awesome. She, she's awesome. I love it. In fact, I have audio on a play coming up uh, here in a bit where there is the mom of one of the Capitol Police officers who had a stroke after the January 6th thing, and they count him as dying there. You know, I mean, it's just. Uh, and, and the mom. Drama, drama. Yeah, and because the Democrat Party is so compassionate, they're using the mom in a campaign ad to accuse Carrie Lake of being responsible for that death. Yeah, I mean, talk about 28 degrees of separation. And so, as usual, I've got audio of her answer. Because the media, well, what do you think about this? And she just hits it out of yes, the ballpark for Republican once women. again. Yay. Once again. Uh, Jason Rima first with the latest news. The Ozarks about to get some much needed rain. Widespread showers and storms are in the forecast for Friday into Saturday. The National Weather Service says one to one and a half inches of rain could fall from Friday afternoon into Saturday morning. There could be some thunderstorms, but most of those will be below severe limits. Flooding should not be a problem, although there could be some strong wind gusts Friday night. Donors associated with companies holding medical marijuana licenses are providing most of the funding for ballot measures that would legalize recreational marijuana in several states. Marijuana legalization campaigns have raised about $23 million in Missouri and Arkansas, Maryland, North Dakota, and South Dakota. Springfield police working a murder-suicide. Police were called to Cox North Hospital Tuesday when two men said they were attacked with a hammer. 
Officers then went to a business in the 4500 block of West Chestnut. It's believed that 35-year-old Vincent Odom attacked two men at the business and later killed himself. 53-year-old Philip Campbell died in the attack, and the second victim has non-life-threatening injuries. George Lawson reporting. Infant sleep deaths have jumped 150% so far this year. Springfield police say 10 infants have died because of unsafe sleeping conditions. That's compared with four deaths last year. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast, sunny 76 today, 64 tonight. As uh, Rima mentioned, there a chance of some shower storms tomorrow with a high of 75. Cooler on Saturday, sunny 59. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Sarah Myers, everyone. Thank you, thank you. Well, as we move into the winter months, right now is the perfect time to get your house prepared. So if you notice some home repairs and maintenance that need to be done, but you just don't have the time to do it, or maybe it's a little out of your skill set, I want to recommend my friends over at Beatles Property Maintenance. Now, Beatles is spelled B-E-A-D-L-E-S, and they do a variety of home repairs and maintenance. They can do a lot of those bigger name jobs for you, so if you're having issues with your crawl space, maybe maybe you noticed uh, kind of a funk, maybe you have some mold growing within your home, maybe you had a water leak that was left untreated, those are all things that Beatles Property Maintenance can help you do, but they can also also do some of those smaller uh, everyday honeydew list items. Maybe you need new lighting in your home, maybe new ceiling fans. They can help you out with that as well. Now you can find all of the contact information for Bruce and the Beatles property maintenance team at ksgf.com under the Sarah's endorsements tab. Well, say a sp- uh, special shout out to Robert Case who is listening while relaxing on his cruise this morning. Whoa. Ooh, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, that's awesome. Wish we were there. I know. Tell them to send pics to put it on your Facebook page. Appropriate ones, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to clarify. So, um, all right. Now, there was the, this is just perfect, of course. Yeah. There was the uh, break-in at Pelosi's house, and it yeah. was an illegal immigrant. Somebody had overstayed the visa. Yeah. Because clearly we learned nothing from 9-11 whatsoever about <laughs> allowing people in this country yeah. who don't love this country to overstay their visas. Uh, and, of course, instead of looking at that as being part of the problem, it's Trump's fault, yeah, obviously. Right. And then a week or two prior, there was the report of a burglary at Katie Hobbs' office. She is running for governor of Arizona against Carrie Lake, of course. And she immediately, they began, in no uncertain terms, let us be clear. Anytime Democrats say, let's be clear about this, you know they're getting ready to accuse Mm -hmm. Republicans of something. Yeah, and getting ready to lie. Yeah, getting ready. Yeah. Let's be clear about this. The lie comes next after this. And and it was that, that she is directly responsible for this. Uh, well, it turns out, guess what? This individual is also an illegal alien. Ooh, Evidently, that's a shocker. According to Daily Mail from Portugal, and he was released on bail, and now he's on the run and can't be found. Oh, that's nice. I mean, can it be any more God perfect? God bless America. Can it be any more perfect? <laughs> that's right. Well, I like how, was it, did they even have the security cameras on at Pelosi's house? I heard that they didn't even have Well, the they security. said that they have live cameras that Capitol Police monitor, but they just happen to not be watching it when it <laughs> happened. <laughs> Oops. How safe do you feel when you exactly, can't even right? protect the speakers of the House family? Well, they acknowledge and it. I thought it was kind of funny. They're like, well, whenever it's just the family there, they don't really watch it as much. That's what they said. That is so... <laughs> 
I'm telling you, it's crazy. What kind of country do we live in? I mean, it's because just like, okay, from my memory, she's what number three. Yeah. So you have the president, the vice president, and then the speaker in terms of a hierarchy. So if something happens, I mean, then you think, well, what's going on with protecting the president, and the vice president? If you don't even watch your cameras for the speaker of the house, not that she's my favorite person, right. but you still have to provide security because she would be number three in line. Uh, <laughs> so. they, they're like, well, she, and I thought it was, I mean, it's not funny, but I, yeah. I, I couldn't believe they, they said that. They're like, well, whenever like Nancy's not, we don't really watch it as much. Like, okay, clearly. But the report also said that they, whomever it was that monitors it, they first realized that something wasn't right when they saw all the police lights outside the house. And <laughs> ding, way to ding. go, Ace. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Uh, he's just sitting home. I mean, he comes back with his hot pocket, you know. <laughs> oh, oh no! It just pretends he doesn't see it. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! Like, dang it! Somebody needs to do a study on the Capitol Police. I mean, talk oh, you about can't a question them. Talk about a you joke. cannot question the Capitol Police as long as Nancy Pelosi is in charge of. Well, look, how funny is that? A, yeah, after January right. six, yeah. and the whole thing, and now she can't. They can't protect right. her. Yeah, I know. Here, so you got a Capitol Police <laughs> yeah. officer who shoots an unarmed woman, and they're like, "Oh, it's okay." He said that he had no choice. Oh, all right. <laughs> And then the January 6th committee blocks any questioning into Nancy Pelosi's communication, you know, as she's in charge of much of that. And here, yeah, that those same people, you know, he's he's put his hot pocket in just at the wrong time in the microwave <laughs> down the hallway and didn't see it all. Okay, so people out. have to understand. So you have the Capitol Police and then you still have the D.C. Police. And so I think I told you, like, when we were there on the 4th a couple of years ago or last year, whatever it was. That, you know, the jurisdiction thing is a little confusing, but not really for the Capitol Police, because they protect the Capitol. Right. They protect Capitol yeah, Hill. it's in your name. It's, and so, it's yeah. in your title. <laughs> it is that your job description is right in your title, okay? So, the Capitol Hill Police, what else do you have to do, you know? And so, why would people even be able to get into the Capitol? You know, I mean... I know. Well, they... I mean, of course. And these are the... Th you know, honestly... It, Republicans, if and it sounds like they're going to take back the House. Yeah. So, okay, Not what happens to the January yeah. 6th committee, right? Yeah. So does it go away? If I were Jim Jordan, yep. I'd say, That's right. uh, nope, guess what? This committee is continuing on. Totally. But we're going totally. to do it mm -hmm. the way that it's always been done. Democrats get to pick their people on the committee. Yeah. And we're going to pick our people on the committee. And guess what? Everything now is going to be looked at, not just things that focus on Trump, but on the Capitol Hill police, what Nancy Pelosi knew when she knew it, why it was at Chuck Schumer's office that got a report from one of the one of the policing agents. I don't remember if it's the FBI or some division of the Department of Justice telling them specifically of a threat through one of the tunnels or something and did not pass it along. Why was it all of these people did the things that they did? And I, and I would have those hearings public. No more of this behind the That's scenes right. stuff. I would do it exactly the way that it should. Well, be. I hope they have the courage to do that. Yeah. And, and, I, mean, I mean, because <laughs> there are a lot of questions that should be answered about all of that. 
and uh and uh, well i mean really you provide an example of what you're doing in the country so if you can't protect the the household of the speaker yeah. like how are you supposed to protect all of us i mean it doesn't give you a lot of confidence but you were wanting to talk about carrie lake i mean i am so excited about all these republican women i mean last week They're you were awesome. saying how hot they were yeah <laughs> Um, but you know, well, I, did, I the- saw I, it, it, it specifically. There was a shot put up of like eight different Hispanic Republican women running yeah. for office. I was like, they're all an eight point two to a ten. I mean, it's just oh, yeah. And then I, I think to myself, you ten being De- the highest. De- yeah, Debbie Wasserman <laughs> Schultz and Nancy Pelosi, and you look at and you're like, ugh. I know that's right. I don't know what it like is I genetically. Said- Genetically, uh, Republicans well, definitely have. Uh, they're they're not favorite. afraid to be women. Okay, yeah. that's that's part well, of it. Well, and when I, you can actually identify what a woman is, that's what it I'm makes saying. it easier to be yeah. one. Well, and that's and, a problem with the women's movement. All these liberals that did all this. I'm sorry, but you did not help women because you can still be a strong woman and still actually be a woman. You know, and wear perfume and makeup and that kind of thing. So I think part of the problem that we have with identity is because of all of these people, the women's movement. But that's kind of a side thing. But we need right. to come up with a name for those Hispanic women, like freedom fighters. or They need to go against the squad. Oh, you didn't hear? Yeah. No, is there a name? Yeah. Joe Biden came up with the breakfast tacos. <laughs> you must have forgotten that. She, she already came up with that term. More with Christy Fulnecki in moments. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Your voice is needed. The American people have to pull their heads out of their keisters. Now more than ever. And start thinking like responsible Americans. Springfield's Talk 1041. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Press. Talk 1041. Uh, Christy Fulnecki here with us. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to play this audio. We're talking about Christy Lake. And she just, the, the Democrats have no concept of how to handle her. She is. She does such an incredible yeah, job. Yeah, she's awesome. And so there is some new ad. There's a gal by the name of uh, Gladys Sicknick. And her so her son was Brian Sicknick, and he had a stroke a day or two after January 6th. And that he's so, but the media, of course, falsely claims he was killed at the Capitol. Um, they, you know, Gosh. And they, because they're so kind and compassionate, they're using his mom in a campaign ad to claim that somehow Carrie Lake's responsible for his death. And so here you have a reporter asking her about this. Chris Bickley from CBS News. Hi, Chris. I don't know if you've seen this ad attacking you. But that's which, the... which one? <laughs> which one? Which one, Chris? The, uh, the, the mother of Brian Signet, the Capitol Police officer that died uh, the day after January 6th. She, in, in an attack ad, is saying that people like you specifically are responsible for her son's death. I'm curious what you think when you hear that. What's her name? The mother of Brian Sicknick? Yeah. I think it's Cindy Sicknick. Cindy, I just want to say to Cindy Sicknick, I'm so sorry about the death of your son. It, it is tragic. I'm a, a mother myself, and that is, uh, it breaks my heart. That's a, that is a wound when you lose a child, no matter how old they are, that never heals. And so I don't want to disparage her. She doesn't know me. I wasn't anywhere near the Capitol on January 6th. And I understand that her son died, I think, the following day of a stroke or natural causes. And I I feel for her, and I I see the pain in her eyes. And I would never try to disparage or hurt her, because I know when a mother has pain like that, there's no way to heal that. And that's why I feel for these moms and dads who hit me up on the campaign trail, and they grab me. 
and you can spot them from across the room. There is a, a loss in their lives that can never be replaced, and we're losing thousands of young people. When they tell me they lost a son to fentanyl, when they lost a daughter to fentanyl poisoning, um, this is why we are pushing so hard to secure that border and stop fentanyl from pouring across. I'm used to attack ads. I've had probably more money spent against me than any candidate in Arizona in attack ads, but the people know me here. They're not believing what they're seeing in the attack ads. I've been in their homes for 27 years. And additionally, besides attack ads, I've had 100% negative lying coverage by the fake news of me and my campaign and our people. And so we've withstood that, and we will win, and we're going to do great things for Arizona despite what you guys say. She's real good. Oh, that's really good. I mean, she's real she good. Totally, she, she totally <clears throat> hit the high road. Oh, yeah. I would have been and, and so then, sarcastic. And then, <laughs> and then the way she pivots, and I, she's just, she's so good. Yeah, she's really articulate. I don't know why I mean, it is. I also like every time, and this must be instinct as uh, somebody who's been a journalist for decades yeah. as she was. Whenever somebody asks her a question, she asks them what their name is. She's like, what's your name? I, yeah. And, and, well, in that case, I think she was asking what the mother's name was. And he said Cindy, but according to this story, it's actually Gladys, but irre- yeah. irrelevant. But she does have a reporter. If she doesn't know who they are, she's like, no, what's your name? Not like, I want your name, but just, yeah. you know, and I don't know. There's something about that I like. I, she yeah, just, well, it's she's very personal. very impressive. And people like to hear their own name, too. So it's and, a way to connect with people. And, yeah. and Democrats have no concept of how to deal with her. None. Oh, I know. I, it is driving and she, them oh, insane. And can you imagine, like, because she's a reporter, they're like, how did she get through the cracks and become a Republican? I saw she <laughs> uh, was commenting on remarks. I, I don't know if it was an op-ed piece, or, but somebody claiming that, you know, what? who is this? She's a newcomer. Nobody even knows who she is. And she laughed. She goes, I've been in people's living in their rooms homes, for yeah. 20 years. I don't think there's anybody who's as well known as I am. You know, I mean, it wasn't a bragging point, but she's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. What, what are you talking and about? And you know what? She comes across what I think is so- like saying nobody knows who Lisa Rose is. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I mean, she, even if you don't yeah. watch the news, you know, Lisa Rose. Right. Is. Exactly. Um, the the thing is with her is that she's very authentic when she speaks. Yeah. And that is, is something very appealing. That's why people like Trump, because she's her own person. And, you know, I mean, to go to I don't know. That's what I was saying. She's hit the high road there because she's going and being very compassionate towards mm-hmm. a person, you know, that is obviously in pain. And that just shows, you know, I don't think that was a talking point. I think that's her. Right. You can tell when people are making that oh, yeah. up. But she's real good. I, she, I just love listening I mean, to her. Because she would be like, a great VP, but, you know, I don't know if she would do it because she, I mean, she would be a great governor, uh, too. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, going to get a traffic oh, okay. update when we come back. I don't know if you saw this, but the White House deleted a tweet after it got fact-checked. <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. Boy, the left just does not like this at oh. all, do they? More in moments. <laughs> the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447-KSGF. Oh, I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. First alert forecast, sunny 76 today, 64 tonight, 60% chance of showers tomorrow with a high of 75. 
Saturday, sunny, high of 59. Ozark Outdoor Lighting. Uh, call them up. Have them do your Christmas lights, your home. I'm doing that this year. They measure, they customize the lights specifically to your home. This is Silver Dollar City style. Uh, you can have uh, very simple, if you'd like, uh, done, or you can go Griswold if you want. You can do the professional tree wrapping, the trunks, the limbs, the bushes, everything, lighted wreaths. If, if you have inflatables that's not something they provide but they'll be more than happy to set all that up for you and it's 25 percent off the second year so they store them for you this is the best part for me well there's a couple of best parts uh yeah bulbs go out call them right away they're going to come replace them and then after the first of the year holidays are over they come take them down for you and they store them for you so you don't have to worry about any of that it's ozark outdoor lighting lighting is what they do this is not an off-season deal that they've figured out you know as a way to supplement income this is who they are and what they do they do lighting and christmas lighting of course is part of that home lighting you can find them online at ozark outdoor services Dot com. Christy Fulnecki is with us. Yes. Good and morning. and I, I, unfortunately, uh, this happy hour that we're having tomorrow, Retro Metro, brand new location. You're not going to be able to be there, but you love this place. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try to come yeah. in December. Yeah, I love Retro Metro. It's and, great. And we're, we're doing Lunch Bunch there. You should sign your office up for Lunch Bunch. Okay. So that's KSGF.com. Because I'm right and, down the street. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, and, and everyone can go register for that now. We'll probably start that up here in the next couple of weeks. And if you get chosen. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll get a hold of you. Try to give you a couple weeks in advance or so, and then uh, you and, and you pick five other people to come with you from your office or whatever, friends, it doesn't matter. And then we have lunch together at uh, Retro Metro, me yeah. and Sarah, and it's a great menu. It's fantastic food. and Oh, yeah, the food's great. It's wonderful anyway. Yeah. But we do have happy hour four to six tomorrow. I'd love for people to stop by. Uh, so the Biden administration deleted a tweet yesterday after it was <laughs> fact-checked. So this is perfect. This is so perfect. <laughs> so transparent. Yeah. So they sent out this tweet, quote, seniors are getting the biggest increase in their Social Security checks in 10 years through President Biden's leadership. Now, and, and only in a world where you have your party run social media, can you have that put out there and not have it explained? Because, see, here's what many of you on Social Security understand, that the Social Security increases come into play when there is inflation. So by bragging that you have had the highest increase in 10 <laughs> years, you are saying that this is the highest inflation that we've also had in a very long time. That's This is not something you should be bragging about. <laughs> and so, Oops. so Twitter's Birdwatch program, which has existed for some time, attached a note to the tweet noting that the reason seniors have gotten an increase is because of the inflation rates. And then the White House just deleted the tweet after that. Oh, that's convenient. <laughs> I'm surprised that they would even say that, that they would fact check it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Now, I would like to see no fact checking at all. I, I, I wish, and I don't know what Elon yeah, yeah. Musk is going to do. Yeah. I, I, I would just, because to me, when the White House tweets something like that, the answer to that is for people other people to explain it not to have twitter do it yeah not to, not to have any sort of grouping of people that monitor these things but allow and that's that's the, the that's the town square of the free exactly. exchange of ideas then you have the rnc or you have trump or you have whomever say uh by the way this is why this is not something you should be bragging yeah. about and then have have that do, that, that's what i think should occur 
I don't like all this fact-checking stuff because one person's facts it's is another subjective. person's It's too subjective. It's too subjective. And the problem is you can say, like, for example, that is true. That is absolutely true. Yeah. That it is tied to inflation. But you that's the camel's nose under the tent. You allow what is clearly obviously true, but there are going to be some people that in their minds some other – position that they see as absolute truth may not actually be truth like for example i use this as an example because it's clear now that it wasn't Mm -hmm. true whenever people were pointing out the fact that under obamacare some people would lose their health insurance and their doctors and that was fact checked as that's not true and of course it turned out to be true um so you know it depends on who's fact checking just let that's that's the brilliance of free speech is you let people give their perspective and you don't appoint some official authority to say no this is what i deem to be the truth yeah and so you can't say this and and you, and you should be able to share everything without yeah. it being deleted and you mm-hmm. know explain what your position is and of course the, yeah. the reason that the left is is they love it is because their people are the censorship lords they're the ones yeah. who, who censor in the media they censor uh, with the publishers, you know, they're trying to block Amy Comey Barrett's book from coming out. Yeah. They they censor on social media, whether it's YouTube or whatever the outlet is, Twitter. And it's also one of the reasons that they're freaking out over Elon Musk because there's a little bit of a, a crack in their authoritarian well, rule over messaging. That's right. And they're flipping and just, out over it. Just wait until next week after the elections. I don't know. I just have this uneasy feeling. I'm excited, I know, but yeah, I know. I'm so nervous about next week. I am, too. I I don't know what is going to happen. I mean, you look at Brazil and I mean, how is it that the the CIA goes down there and tells them, you know, that you can't protest and accept the results of the election and and our country is doing that? I don't know. And then, of course, Biden, you know, in his speech, he doesn't explain, you know, why we should vote for the Democrats. (laughs) There's like nothing explained. Like, we've done a great job. He doesn't say anything. It's like. Well, don't be-, be upset because you won't know on election night because they still have to count the ballots. That if that isn't the biggest red flag in the world, right? There. I know. I mean, th- when I heard that, I thought yeah. I didn't hear anything else. That's the only thing I heard. How is it that we went from a country, even before the advancements of technology, which are supposed to make things easier and right. faster, we were able to exactly. know on election night whom the president was, who, and now with all these advances, and amazingly enough, it's always in areas that are run by Democrats. And like, you know what? We just can't handle it. It's too much. Just so you know, it may be several days before we get there. It's like, how, it's just so obvious what's going on. If you're that bad at your job, you should not be doing that. Let's say exactly. for a moment that there's nothing nefarious going yeah. on. This has nothing to do with rigging the election. If you're that bad at your job, you should not be doing it. Yep, that's true. That's what I said. But I don't know. It makes me to to for him to say it that confidently, it it makes me so nervous. I mean, it because you think, okay, we're gonna we're actually gonna win the Senate and the House and all of this is gonna happen, you know, and then it keeps coming in my mind about the the mule uh two thousand mules movie and what could happen next week. Yeah, I know. And and again, this is where the media is they're not just complicit, but they have responsibility in it. Uh, they just they deny it. Just well, totally and then, deny and then it. I mean, you want to talk about the big lie? That there's oh, the yeah. big lie that oh no, there's nothing to see here, nothing at all. Yeah, oh, all right. 
And then next week, we're going to be the mega Republicans, the mega MAGA, or whatever they said about us. Mega MAGA. And we're going to like the crazy people next week. They're going to be questioning the election. I don't know. But that's okay. They're allowed to. Hillary right. Clinton already two weeks ago said that Republicans were planning on stealing the midterm elections. I mean, they're already election, but that's not election denying. That's just shining a light on Republican corruption. Oh, my gosh. You know, but it's I'm so excited for, you know, we talked about Carrie Lake and the the women, Hispanic women that are running mm-hmm. and that are in office. You know, back I, we always talked about, oh, let's bring back the Tea Party, Tea Party. I think some of these people that are running or in office, the Republicans, the younger ones, I think they're even stronger than the Tea Party. I think that their convictions are, Yeah, I mean, it, because I think they're just tired of it. And they're like, okay, all you older Republicans really let us down and you're wishy-washy. And now you have actual conservatives. I think it's exciting. I had concerns. um about what happens when Trump is no longer a component to all of this. Mm-hmm. It, it, whether it was, you know, I remember talking about this, okay, he wins re-election, but then what? What happens after that? But now that I see uh, somebody like DeSantis and, yeah. and how he has not just campaigned but governed, <laughs> uh, how, Carrie Lake, and if she stays consistent in governing if she gets elected with the way that she's campaigned. And again, some of these others, while Nikki Lake hasn't been a favorite of mine, some of the things she did as governor of South Carolina or North Carolina, I always forget which one. Um, but still, Nikki Haley. A, yeah, Nikki Haley. Yeah. Uh, but I forget if she if, I forget if she was governor of North or South, I think it was South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Christy Nome, some of those. Um, yeah, Christy but, Nome's but good. I, and then I, I think, you know what? Trump doesn't have to be in the picture for that direction to continue, yeah, exactly. in this, which is great. But I mean, for a long time, he me, was. He was. The only that one. is the true sign of a true leader. When you have developed a movement, an environment, and you can step away and it continues on without you. Yeah. And, and I, don't, I don't want anyone to mistake what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be running, but I'm just talking about, you know, I mean, inevitably at some point he's no longer going to be here, whether it's in the context of a candidate or even alive. You know, that, yeah. those, that's the reality of life. Um, but but that I think he you want to talk about true leadership is that there have been developed behind him others that have that same vision, maybe not the same personality traits, which for a lot of people would be welcomed. And so I, I think that is an overlooked component because I don't think we would see that to the degree that we do. Or Republicans oh, totally, even yeah. fighting back the way Republicans I know. never would. Oh fight yeah, back. they wouldn't. And they weren't. And they funny. were too scared to. Sp- <laughs> yeah, they weren't. Funny. I mean, and they wouldn't speak up. And they wouldn't, you know, defend their values or anything. No, they, they were too afraid of what would be said about them. They were too afraid of of, of uh, being considered, um, you know, uh, uncouth or whatever. Yeah. And, and Trump just sort of gave this permission to say, you know what, I'm not going to allow the media to tell me how I can and can't respond anymore. And frankly, and this is something I've learned with the unleashing of that, on the Republican side, Republicans really truly are a lot funnier than Democrats. It oh, used they to totally not see, are, yeah. it, it used yeah. to be those, fun, but it was when they were buttoned down and did not play that game. They w- they wouldn't play in the in the sandbox. Yeah. And now that they do, I'm telling you, between the tweets and the the parody videos and the oh, memes, yeah. I, a oh, thousand yeah. times and throwing Fachi across the, the elf th- across the Potomac. 
I mean, DeSantis is hilarious. He is hilarious. No, I mean, and the what he did was inspire um, the grassroots movement. Mm. And so people, you know, you felt like that. Okay, I have these conservative values, but obviously nobody else does because and nobody else is speaking up. And then Trump did. And then all of a sudden you saw, you know, Trump flags when even after, you know, he was out of office. Mm. And, you, and you're thinking, <laughs> how in the world can someone inspire? It just wasn't about one person. It was about the grassroots movement yeah. and about American values and what we were losing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but at the point that he ran, you, you didn't have all these other people. No. So, I mean, he definitely inspired a whole group yeah, of people. And it isn't to say that it, without Trump, DeSantis wouldn't have existed in the way that he does or Carrie or these others. But I, I just find it hard to believe to the degree that it is uh, that the the political atmosphere has allowed these individuals to evolve to the point that yeah. they have. Yeah, because it gives you a voice and it gives you mm-hmm. confidence that, oh, other people think the way that I do. So I'm going to go ahead and run because I'm going to get enough votes and I might be elected. And I don't have to be ashamed you know? of myself. I don't have yeah. to. I don't have to apologize for being white. I don't have to apologize for yeah. being a woman or a black person or an LGBT person who doesn't believe what they're told they have to believe as a Democrat. You know, I, I, and I don't have to apologize for being an American. And I think that that is it was uh, a real liberation for a lot of people. More in moments with Christy Fulnecki. I'm Nick. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Hey everyone, we have Christy Fulnecki here. Here's a good story. A Norwegian man who identifies as a woman okay. has inspired ire on social media for also identifying as disabled and using a wheelchair despite not physically needing one. Uh <sighs> This is so Yo- confusing y- to y- even y- start y- off with. Yorin- I have to concentrate so much y- with. Yorin <laughs> y- Victoria Alme, 53, told the Norwegian outlet uh, VI earlier this year, quote, I have struggled with this every day of my whole life. It is a cognitive dissonance in the same way that I experience being a woman in a man's body. I experience that I should have been paralyzed from the waist down. This is not a desire to be a burden on society. It's about the wheelchair being an aid for me to function in everyday life, both privately and at work. The publication noted that Velmi faced backlash following a recent interview uh, interview with God Morgan Norgen, GMN, uh, which is a morning show in Norway. Uh, it became such a big story that Norway's TV2 did a follow-up piece, including the perspective of four disabled women. One of those interview subjects was an 18-year-old woman named Emma Sophia Grimstad, who spent two months in a wheelchair after contracting an inflammatory disease. She said that there are many of us who don't have a choice, and so... Um, so was she offended? Yeah, she, she, yeah they, the people who actually are disabled are offended. But yeah. I, listen, I just don't understand, objectively speaking, Mm-hmm. How you can say a person can pretend to be something they're not in this instance, but not in this instance. Yeah. If you're going to say that a man can say I'm a woman just because he wants to, despite yeah. DNA, mm-hmm. despite all of the things that, that actually scientifically define what a man is versus what a woman is, and say that's not only okay – but everyone else to, has to abide by it. But then somebody over here says, well, I identify as disabled or this or that. Well, you can't do that. Why not? I know. I, I mean, right. I, what, let's, let's have a little consistency here. Mm-hmm. Either people can demand that you pretend they are whatever it is that they want to believe that they are, whatever they, quote, feel like they are, or they can't. What One of the yeah. two. And it's, that's uh, – how do you even know what the truth is? I mean, because that, that just messes with your mind about what facts are. 
There's that. And, there's a. Uh, there's that documentary. What is a woman that from the Daily Wire? Matt Walsh has, and one of the the little promo clips has him talking to somebody that you can kind of tell is a left winger, and ask you know, can you define a woman? And and this person is like, well, I think only a woman a woman can define a woman. Uh, and so he says, well, do you know what a cat is? And this person says, yeah. And goes, but you're not a cat. <laughs> And you get the person. I see that this was Maybe. a mistake, and walks off. It's like, oh, what you having to deal Hand with reality? In the face. I, know. I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's nuts. I'm These telling people you, are that's... allowed to be crazy. That's what I was gonna say. These people Back have mental 10 health to 20, That's what I was gonna say. Psych evaluation. This, that is what I first think of. You have a psychological condition, and you're confused. We talk so much, whether it's in the context of violence or this or that or depression. I, I mean, it's all. Mental health, mental health, mental health, mental health. Oh, we need a mental health. Then you have people out there that are clearly, they have mental health issues, you know, with, with the body dysphoria, you know, the, yeah, whatever, yeah, you right. know, and all that. And instead of being like, okay, let's let's get to the root of this. Well, here, here's your solution. We're going to lob off some of your body parts and give you, you know, a chemical castration. I, it, it, the, that's not really dealing with mental health issues. Yeah. And, and wouldn't it, it is that like schizophrenia and you think that you're someone else. I mean, so I don't know we, what the diagnosis is, <laughs> I but I, no, I mean, but we're making it a normal thing. I, yeah, I know. I know. And for this obsession, and I'm not saying that it's not warranted a focus on mental health to take people that clearly have mental health issues and tell them that, oh, no, no, you're perfectly normal. It's everyone else. that. And isn't. then you make it mainstream. That, that, yeah, that's not helping. That's not helping yeah. at and all. And then you have the kids that are furries or whatever. Yep. Furby. That, furry? Furbies. <laughs> My parents <laughs> still have a Furby oh, a I gave them. Yeah, that's right. When that, when that was the Sometimes hot Sometimes those 80 things mm, come back. That was, that was like aughts or late 90s. Oh, it was it? Yeah, because I remember where I was working when I got one and gave it to my parents, which they still have. Christy Fulnecki, yeah. as always, it, thank we you. Done? We are done. Oh, wow. That was all right. That was awesome. Yep. All right. Well, have a great weekend. We'll <laughs> okay, talk to you thanks. next Thursday. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. We got off of the week coming up, sponsored by ABC Books on North Glenstone. Don't forget, tomorrow, Friday, we do have our Friday Road Show, sponsored by Affordable Towing. And then a brand new location for Happy Hour Retro Metro on Republic Road, 4 to 6. News in 60 seconds. Duh.